I'm Rick Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, August 31st, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. And Peak Pals on the list of things you don't want to see on your morning commute. A swarm of 5 million bees must be near the top of that list, which is exactly what happened to drivers in Burlington yesterday after a pickup truck hauling crates of bees lost its precious cargo. Thankfully, local beekeepers came to the rescue and safely collected the majority of the escaped bees before sending them to their final destination. Now, we love having a happy ending for this story. I personally love it because I'm terrified of bees. I'm happy that they won't be have an insurgency of bees throughout the greater Toronto area. But Peak Pals, besides the bee crisis, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, 1 million residents short of estimates. For our second story, Indigo asks, would you like some book with your wine? And for our last story, prepare for pasta sticker shock. For our first story, if your top skills include counting like really, really high, well, then boy, does the government have a job for you. Now, a report published yesterday by CIBC economist Benjamin Tal found that there are around 1 million more non-permanent residents, NPRs, in Canada, including international students, than government estimates would lead home builders to believe. Now, of those millions, 750,000 of them are flying under the radar. Stats Canada assumes folks with expired visas leave the country after 30 days, but many of them don't. The remaining 250,000 are international students. There's no limit on how many student visas can be issued annually, and not all of them fill out census forms. This is important because, per the Globe and Mail, planners rely on forecasts to know how much housing needs to be built. Part of what has fueled the current housing crunch, which has sent prices soaring, stems from 2013 population projections for 2023 that fell super short, around 1.5 million short to be exact. About 1.1 million of the total can be tied to an unexpected increase in NPRs and the rest to unexpectedly strong immigration. Meanwhile, the feds have bumped immigration targets for permanent residents to record highs. The aim is to admit half a million people this year outside of new NPRs, which brings us to our bottom line. The practical implication of that undercounting is that the housing affordability crisis Canada is facing is actually worse than perceived, wrote economist Benjamin Tell. But with governments so far behind already, it'll likely take more than better census data to fix the housing crisis. For our second story, the newest location of Canada's largest bookstore is set to offer, well, a lot more than books. Indigo's new 16,000-square-foot store opening in downtown Toronto this fall seems to be a cultural emporium inspired by the hip shops you'll find lining Tokyo streets, featuring more products, immersive displays, events, and booze, which is pretty nice to me. Picture this, a blue food truck by the entrance selling pastries, coffee, beer, and wine, specific sections dedicated to home fragrance, plants, and vinyl records. This is all happening because Indigo has grown over the years from a bookstore where you can pick up a throw pillow into a lifestyle mega mart where you can buy vitamins, hot sauce, sex toys, a bread maker, and maybe if there's room in your bag, Prince Harry's memoir. The company transitioned into a cultural department store in the 2010s when ebooks started to slow its print biz. Today, books account for just 55% of sales. As customers cut retail spending but still shell out for experiences, retailers are trying to turn the act of shopping itself into more of an experience to capture your dollar by Luring shoppers back to stores, Indigo is also trying to rebound from a tumultuous year. In the last 12 months, the company has experienced a massive cyber attack, the departure of founder Heather Reisman, and a $49.6 million full year loss. Which brings us to our bottom line. 
Some bookworms feel that indigo is straying too far from its original purpose, but CEO Stephen Ruiz says the store will never, absolutely never, stop selling books. For our third story, it might be time to cut back on the spaghetti carbonara, not because you need to watch the carbs, but actually to save on your grocery bill. Staff Canada lowered its estimates for Canadian wheat production this year to 29.5 million tons, which would be the second lowest total in eight years. It could present a 14% drop from last year's bumper wheat crop due to droughts across the prairies. Harvests of drum wheat used to make pasta will be particularly hit hard. Stats Canada sees yields dropping 26% leading to the second smallest crop in 12 years. And this all matters because Canada accounts for about half of the world's Durham trade, making it easily the largest producer and exporter of the crop. Production shortage will lead to price increases both at home and abroad for pasta, a food item that is a pantry staple for millions. Pasta prices have already risen dramatically in Canada as of late. In July, Pasta prices surged 10.1% month over month and 17.1% year over year. That's what we would say in the business. Mamma mia. Now to zoom out. Unsurprisingly, Italy is poised to be the biggest victim of Canada's poor harvest. In May, the Italian government called for a crisis meeting about pasta prices while consumer groups asked shoppers to go on a pasta strike. That's something I will not be doing. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great day. Peace.